Welcome to episode 431 of Fly Away. Over the past few years, we've been reminded time and again how much the world relies on travel. From supporting local economies to learning about new cultures, the experience that travel provides helps to make our world smaller and brings us closer together. Here at Outlander Travel, we've been proud to be a small part of bringing that to you through our weekly podcast. My name is Lindsay, and this week I am joined by fellow Outlander Travel agents Sandy, Donna, and George. And we are excited to welcome back to the podcast another Outlander agent, Amy. Thank you for coming back, Amy. (laughs) Anytime. So, Amy, the Alma Alma Magna is Alma Waterway's largest river boat on the water. Um, Wider than most traditional cruise ships, she boasts larger cabins and more space on board with still under 200 passengers. Recently, Amy took a group on the Alma Magna and sailed from Vilshofen to Budapest, and she's here to tell us all about it. So let's get started. I'm so excited. I love Alma Waterways. I know. Me too. Me too. And I was so excited to go on this ship after seeing all the presentations. (laughs) I was like, I'm going to go on that ship one day. (laughs) So, so, um, So what were your first impressions? Like... I, have you, you've done a river cruise before, right? You've right, sailed. yes. So, way bigger. So, I know that they always joke and call it the double wide. Um, <laughs> yeah, right? So, the ship itself is huge wide. But what they did is they gave a lot more space to the ship and a lot more rooms to their cabins, but not a ton more cabins, which is nice. So, you definitely notice that there's two extra restaurants on this on this ship. Usually, you have your main dining and maybe a chef's table or something on Ama Waterways. On this ship, it has more restaurants. There's just more space on it. The top deck is humongous. Yeah, there's so much more on this ship. You definitely feel it when you walk on the ship. The rooms are a lot bigger, too. So, um, like, if you think of just even just a, a regular ocean cruise, Ocean View balcony room, those are usually, like, what, 77 square feet. So, my balcony cabin, and I did have the... Um, larger balcony cabin. There's two balcony cabin types, but I had the larger one and my cabin was 355 square feet. Um, and then I had the balcony on top of that. So the smallest cabin on the ship that has the windows is 205 square feet. So it's still bigger than an ocean cabin, ocean cruise cabin. And what was your bathroom size if you don't... (laughs) I think I have videos of the bathroom. So that is one of the things that I upgraded to the larger room. But with that room also comes that bathroom. And I had two sinks, which I know that sounds so trivial, but it has double sinks. And we had an actual shower and an actual bathtub. Um, We had so much. If you're listening to this and you sail, you know what a luxury that is. (laughs) And the space in this cabin. So I will say that there were quite a few people in our group that started out with the least expensive balcony cabin. So they're like, we don't care, but we want the balcony, right? And that cabin, let me just, I made notes. Those are like the AB and the AA cabins. Those are exactly the same. One is on the second deck and one is on the third. But those are 252 square feet with a balcony added. But there's not as much, and it's a single sink in the bathroom, and no tub, it's still a shower. Way bigger than the cruise ship bathrooms, for sure. Um, But the amount of storage space in my cabin compared to the AB cabin was enormous. We had, like, full dressers. We had two full 
closets to hang things in. We had all sorts of cabinets in the bathroom. It was it was awesome. It was awesome. I was excited. Sounds fantastic. <laughs> Sounds like you could live on that ship. I mean, it was amazing, yeah. And then we had a desk and the computer and a sofa that we could sit on, like a little sitting area. It was it was great. Perfect space. It's so worth you, it. So almost like you, a junior suite. Yeah, it did. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it was nice. I mean, it just, we were never crowded in there. So you were on this, um, you took a group on board, correct? Yeah, so we had, um, I think it was 17 couples that went on that, and the ship, the, oh my gosh, the cruise director, and the whole team, they were so accommodating to us. Um, I felt kind of bad for the rest of the guests, but I have to say we sailed in the end of October, so it was not full capacity, which we had more than half the ship at that point, um, and we included people, but we definitely... We had fun on the dance floor at night. And <laughs> yes, took over. We tried not to. We tried to include people. But <laughs> I love that you did it in the shoulder season because that's a great time to take a larger group because you're not going to feel like you're overpowering the rest of the guests. And on a smaller on smaller ships, when you talk about river cruises, this isn't like an ocean liner where you take, you know, 17 couples might not sound like a whole lot on a, on a mass market big ocean right. cruise. But on a river cruise... It's a lot of people. <laughs> and yeah. so so the space was probably perfect for you guys, right? It was um, awesome. I have a question about, like, one of the things I love about Alma Waterways is the chef's experience and the chef's table and the dining. How did they handle that with a, with a larger group? And what did you think about that experience? So we actually split our group into two different nights for that one. We didn't all need to be together every single night. Um, so the chef's table for anybody who hasn't sailed in Alma Waterways is... Gosh, I want to say almost a 10-course meal. It's just a lot of small plates of food with um, wine at almost every course. So the it's a pre, pre-planned meal. You don't get to pick and choose anything. Things are just put in front of you, and you eat it or you don't eat it. And I am just learning to like seafood, and I could eat most of it or at least eat something on each of the plates. But it was delicious. Everybody who loved everything loved it. In fact, I loved the things that I tried too, but the presentation in that restaurant is beautiful. It's beautiful. They do such a good job with that. It's just like an artwork. You know, and they're, they, they're very accommodating if, if you've got allergies. For even sure. At the they chef's do ask. Table. Even at the chef's table, you're right. Because I could have said I'm not, I could have said I was allergic to seafood, really. I didn't because I was like, I'm just going to try it for the experience. And I gave my seafood that I didn't eat to my husband. Um, <laughs> so, so what is Jimmy's? Oh, Jimmy's is so cool. So Jimmy's mirrors the main dining, but Jimmy's is in the bottom of the ship and it's kind of like family style. So there are, are several long tables. So what we decided to do that night, we had the whole group down there. We put all the women at one table and all the men at another table. I don't know if that was a good or bad idea because women can get loud and there were 17 <laughs> women and a lot of wine flowing. And I heard from the, uh, the cruise director, he's like, I heard you had a really good time. Now he sits on the second floor. So we were down two decks below. He's like, oh yeah, we could hear you. Oh, wow. <laughs> but it mirrors the menu of the main dining, but it comes out family style. So you're getting, you know, whatever they had up in main dining, you don't get to choose your meals. They just set it in front of you with big plates, kind of like a big Italian restaurant. See, that's perfect if you want to try a bunch of different things and maybe yeah. not commit to one entree. I would love that. It was um, awesome. I loved it down there. Don't miss that. Yeah. 
And the alfresco. Um, that's okay. Hidden treasure. I did not try that at first because it's on the very, when you're in the, the lounge area, it's kind of hidden. You have to go down some stairs and it's on the front of the ship. And this whole, but the whole restaurant is, is just windows. So you can look out at everything while you're sailing. And the menu, I didn't realize, is totally different than anywhere else in the ship. So you can get, oh, I don't remember some of the foods we had. But it's really unique, and I felt like it was just a little secret that I didn't want to tell anybody about because you can go there for lunch or dinner, and it's a different menu than anywhere else. And every day it changes. Um, and it was awesome. And it was a lot smaller venue, so maybe I think it had four or five tables of four. You don't have to make reservations anywhere, by the way, at any of these restaurants. Um, well, for the chef's table, you do. That's it. And you can go there more than once, by the way, to any of the plate. To, yeah, to chef's table or to El Fresco. But don't miss El Fresco. I, I missed that the first few days, and I regret it. It was awesome. Do they have bref- breakfast down there? I think they have a light breakfast down there. Are they doing early risers and a late riser breakfast? And I think that's where that is. I always made it to the main breakfast because <laughs> I love breakfast and all the food. So I didn't ever go there for breakfast. So I know that we all tend to, when we get on these ships, we kind of make them our home for the week and you find your little favorite nooks and, and uh, um, spots to hang out. Uh, aside from the dining area in Alfresco, where, where did you find yourself gravitating toward? What was, pulling, what was calling your name? <laughs> The most Probably friendly. the main lounge and bar. Um, that's where we would always have our meetings. Like we would just meet up there before tours or at night. That's where you go. That's where you go for your hour-long cocktail before dinner. So that's something Ama does is every night before dinner starts the, for an hour, they'll do free cocktails. They have a drink of the day. You can do anything for free up to an hour. And then during dinner, you get all the wine and beers that you want free. But um, we would always be in that lounge and then after dinner we would go back to the lounge because there was some type of live music and always a dj we brought the age down of that cruise price <laughs> probably 15 years <laughs> 15 years so you said the rest of the the rest of the guests the demographic skewed a little bit yeah you know i mean we i will say i know that the, that they're tending to trend down a bit is what i've heard but they're yeah. So uh, just for anybody listening, I am 53, and most of my friends are plus or minus five-ish from me, I would say. Um, I would say typically your demographic on these cruises is the 60s, 70s, right? Would you agree? Um, I didn't see any old people in walkers. No old people in walkers, okay. I do, I, so I do think it is trending down. I've been on quite a few, quite a few river cruises lately, and uh, I have seen it come down a little bit. Um, and I think that has a lot to do with the wide variety of activities that are offered and the access to um, the destinations and the ports, which is a great way to ask you about this. I've done this itinerary back and forth multiple times. So what did you think? Is this, was this your first time doing this itinerary? It is my second time. So here's what I'll say about that. This itinerary on the Ama Magna, I did the um, just... Ama Magna on the Danube itinerary, right? Seven nights. It was the busiest itinerary I have ever had. We were up early. We probably had three different things we could choose from every day, but it was packed in, and there was not a lot of downtime on this one. We did the Rhine. This group did the Rhine 
a few years ago, and everybody said the same thing. Like, this is a packed itinerary, and if you have older folks, you might not want to go on this one. <laughs> Pick a regular Danube itinerary, not on the Ama Magna. I don't know what it is about this itinerary, but it's really packed, and you are busy with not a lot of downtime in between your activity and your meals. That was a big thing. Um, and you don't have to do the activities, but we did. We did everything why, we why could. Why would you not? Why would you not? Would right. You not? Right. I mean, you're there, and there's great food and great drinks and great things to see. You, Everywhere. Of course you go. And I don't know why this one just, it just, there was just not much downtime. So just think of that. It's good for a younger group, right? But mm -hmm. I just was thinking the whole time, like, some people that might be, like, just even the walking tours, they were just fast-paced, and there was so much to it. it was well, they do have the easy walker. or the, They the, do. And so that helps a lot, because, I mean, my mother does has some mobility issues. Mm -hmm. And so we were always on the easy-going tours. And so where you guys might walk down a hill, they're going to give us, like, a, you know, little trolley to take down. So it's just kind of cool anyway. Yeah, that is cool. We didn't do the trolley anywhere. I will say, too, just uh, that made me think of this. So one of our people, we did Prague two nights before our cruise. Mm -hmm. And we were on a bike tour. And he broke his ankle. <gasps> so he had to use one of those. It was like a wheelchair, but it was like the bike ones, you know? What I'm talking about? Like you sit on it. Mm -hmm. So I got to experience what life was like with somebody with that kind of a mobility issue and he did the regular tours with us but we really had to be conscious of curbs and the uneven sidewalks um he couldn't do everything either because there were a couple of things that a couple of castles we had to go up to he just couldn't get in but they were really accommodating with finding vans that were handicapped access accessible for him um and that made me think of something else too oh the bikes so Alma Waterways has those bikes that you can ride mm-hmm and a lot of our group are very active, way more. I mean, <laughs> they did the 30, 40 mile bike rides excursions. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, did, I tried one yeah. one day and I was like, that is enough for me. Nope. Absolutely no not. I, no, no. I, I did not. I just, I mean, it was cute. Like we did a cute little town and we went to the bakery and this bakery is known because they baked the cake for um, Prince William and Princess Kate's wedding. But it was cute, but I, I just won't. Yeah, I'm okay not doing a 30 mile bike ride on vacation. I'm sure you could probably drive to that bakery too. <laughs> I, I was the last one in line on that bike tour. I'm like, I'm good, I'm good, y'all go. <laughs> oh, I always joke like I, I'm gonna, oh, I'm gone off on the bike tour today and I stop by the bikes and then I like leave. <laughs> I mean, there's so much to do. Uh, but there, there is, and that's one of the nice things is the variety. So um, you said, I know you said the itinerary was jam-packed, but did you did you notice a um, a difference in offerings? Compared? I feel like there was. Like I, I need to look at the. So when I did it um, on the regular Danube, uh, I can't compare to that because that was the. Adventure by Disney one, but like I'm looking, I, I printed out the itinerary to remind myself of what I did every day and some of the choices. Um, Passau. Oh, what did I do there? I don't even remember what I did there. <laughs> we, I mean, we I'm looking at, well, I can tell you I went shopping. 
I did not do shopping. I think I did a castle hike that day. I think we did the castle hike We drank hike that beer day. and had pastries and went shopping. <laughs> and went shopping. I did it. I did a tour. Was that I, where the sausages were, Donna? Where those famous sausages were, that old? I feel like that's what... No, there was a big church there that was really, like, just amazingly fantastic with a huge carillon. Gosh, I don't know. I don't remember what I did that day. I think it was a castle hike, though. So I'm sorry, guys. No, uh, this is what I started doing, Amy, I swear, because we go to so many different places, and they're all incredible experiences, and it doesn't detract from your experience or how much you loved it if you can't remember instantly where you were and what you did. I put in an albums with the city name now. Yeah, so that's what I do is I have to go back to my Facebook post for each day to remind myself what I did. Um, but I will say, I feel like there were more choices, and I don't know why I felt like that, and maybe it's that the choices were more in-depth or something, that, the reason that it was just so busy. Oh, we went to see the beautiful church and went to, yeah. I was, so I was able to type in Passau and all of my pictures came up. Oh. <laughs> so your iPhone, just even if you don't put it in an album, sometimes it'll geotag yeah. uh, the location and then you'll be able to remember. I always have to do that. But That's um, so, awesome. So Overall, it sounds like there's a lot of really neat um, upgrades to this experience. I mean, the regular Alma Waterways River Cruise experience is phenomenal. Um, but it sounds like there's a little bit more to offer for, for a larger group or maybe even uh, a group with a wider range of ages. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, like I said, I don't know. I did not see a lot of – we did one tour one day where the, the guide was asking why everybody in her group was so young. <laughs> so we, we felt good about that. Oh but. my gosh! <laughs> it's, it's kind of the joke with river cruising, but it's not on every ship where you're not going to get walkers on every ship, no. like people in walkers. I I do feel like it's trending down, so I don't want to scare anybody listening. Like, and they're definitely trying to market to a younger demographic. I feel like, but the price points are still so high. I know river cruising is not cheap, and going like you were talking about in the uh, shoulder season is it's a great way to do it. Great way, and doing a group too is is is, another, is a is a great way. So, um, did you have anything else that we didn't talk about? That I'm, I feel like oh, I do have one thing I was going to say. So, doing the itinerary we did when we started in Vilshofen, you can the closest airport is Munich, and you can fly to Munich. And part of our group did fly into Munich first and stayed a few days. And the rest of the group, we included, we flew into. Um, where did I tell you? We, oh, my God. Prague. 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 Yeah, we did Prague. Yeah. <laughs> we did Prague for a few nights first. Thank you, Sandy. Um, and that is a little bit further away, but we ended up getting a private, like, Amma um, helped me set up a, a transfer for all of us from Prague to the start of the ship. But doing a few nights beforehand in either Munich or Prague is an amazing idea, or even after in Prague or Munich would be oh, so much fun. Fan fantastic way to extend your time. And you're going so far, and that it's... it's it's not a bad plane ride, but it's not a short one. <laughs> mm -hmm. So you might as well make the most of your time. And I know that I'm. There is a direct flight from uh, Atlanta to Munich. Because oh, nice. I've taken it. Oh, nice. That's good to know. Because honestly, the flights into Prague, we had two stops. Yes. Well, Delta has a flight that you can fl well, from, fly from here, from Raleigh-Durham to Paris. And then Paris has a direct flight to Prague. 
So you can do it in two route two two links again. Um, they've actually okay. added some of their better flights back in. Yeah, there was yeah. nothing when we did it. It was everybody had two stops. It was awful. Yep. Anybody on the west coast, the Seattle. Well, I I always take the the Delta to Paris, and that's actually how last year I went and I went to Prague for a week before my conference. I before the river cruise, I went in via um, Charles de Gaulle. And I think it's great if you can get a nonstop on that <laughs> that big long leg in the beginning, and then you're most of it's done. Anymore. Really yeah, quick, while I'm thinking of it with Ama Waterways, um, all their food is included, all meals, and all of the beer and wine with the meals is included. Anything outside of that, you're going to pay for drinks. But honestly, you're not even on the ship that much to pay for drinks. You're pay- if you're paying for drinks, it's off the ship at some pub or something. Um, and they always do that one cocktail hour, like I said, one hour before dinner every night, so you can fill up on other kinds of drinks then for free. Um, what else? Did they bring um, the local entertainment on board in the different ports? That's what I've Yes, they do. Off. Yeah, 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 they do. In fact, even in Vilshofen, as we started, they had their Oktoberfest in a tent with music and the local um, beer. What is she called? The local beer maid? The, Whatever she uh, is. Yeah. Um, and they did, like, the dancing, and you had to drink... With those huge cups of beer. Um, so they did that, and then they brought people on board throughout. I'm trying to remember. There were some dancers at one point. Um, yeah, they always have something, too. I think somebody made a special trip. I feel like it was when we were in Vienna that they had an opera that people could choose to go to. Oh, yes. I've done that. Yes. Amazing. And the, sometimes it's, a, it, it's extra. Sometimes it's included. Yeah, I don't know if they paid for it or not. I did not. We, do we that did that when night. I went in last year, and it, I want to say it was sixty dollars. Okay, but boy, are they accommodating! Like when one of our passengers has a pre-existing medical condition, and it acted up while we were on board, and she had to go to the emergency room. I forget which city we were on until three in the morning, and our cruise director was with them the entire time in the hospital, helping them speak the language and. It was they they're just amazing. So we probably should take a a, a minute and expand on that because Ama Waterways is it's Ama means love and Ama Waterways has a reputation of of being that's very much the standard of care um, and the standard that they that they set and the staff is is tends to go above and beyond on board. Um, I found. For sure. I'm excited yeah, to try Avalon to compare. I'm excited to do that. A, a week before I was sailing, there was a picture of somebody had posted that some lady had dropped her glasses in the river. And two Ama Waterways guys sc- stripped down to their skivvies, oh, jumped off it. the dock, and found her glasses. Wow. I mean, seriously. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. I mean, and this is not, I mean, this was like October, or I, I'm sorry, this was, was like April, so it was still really chilly. <laughs> no, they were amazing. Yeah, they're just, they're fun, and you can really tell that they uh, they enjoy, they enjoy working with AMA. Um, I've just always had a great time on board with the staff. I should have had this ready for you, but I, and I don't, and it will take me too long to find it, but one of our party members, so every morning when you wake up, you hear the, the cruise director, and our cruise director had an English accent. He'd say, good morning. Today we are in port of da 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 and it's going to be a great day. The weather will be blah, 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 blah. So we loved hearing him every morning. So somebody in our group 
unbeknownst to us, asked him to do a recording. And when we got home, after we got back to our town of Holly Springs, this friend sent us all this recording of him. And he's saying, good morning, Holly Springs. Today it will be a wonderful day while you all travel to Walmart. It's going to be great. It'll be a happy, great day in Holly Springs today. It was so funny. I still have it, but I, I just didn't even think I should have had that ready to let you guys listen to. should have done that. I should have done that. We had a German, I had a German cruise director once and he had, um, he would always say, you might need a jumper. <laughs> and it was the best. I'm not making fun of it. I just love accents so they're much. They're just always so happy and jolly and they make, oh, so, they're so accommodating and it, I know that sometimes they can... I don't know. I, actually, I don't know that Ama's necessarily more expensive. The Ama Magna is definitely a more expensive ship to sail on, but the experience is worth it. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah, and I, I think um, you know, there's there's a, a variety of options just in you know the ships that they offer in the the uh, like you said, doing shoulder seasons. There's ways to make make uh, make it work for your budget and for your time so right right and they put out their schedules way in advance so it's a great opportunity that you can pay it off over time right or get a group together and go as a group yeah dollars <laughs> off right <laughs> and so so now um, i'm assuming that you guys have already have your next date set for <laughs> the no but you know it's so funny so everybody's like what's next what are we doing next somebody actually brought up the safari i'm like i don't not a safari cruise, just a safari. I don't know. I don't know what our next trip will be. It'll be a couple of years that we all have to save up. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, thank you so much for, for coming back and joining us. And, and that is our show for this week, guys. Um, thanks for hanging out with us. Please like our Facebook page, rate us, and be sure to tell your friends all about us. You can find our previous episodes on the podcast page of outlandertravel.com. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever it is that you get your podcasts. We would love to hear from you. Um, again, thanks, Amy, for joining us. It's so good Absolutely. to see you. Absolutely. Yeah, you too. <laughs> <laughs> see you next week. Gotta fly. Gotta fly.